Good morning. Welcome to our live stream and podcast, Ashes to Rubies, where we talk about life and recovery and so much more. I hope you had a great 24 7. 24. 48. Not 20, a great 48. <laughs> we haven't been here since the great, uh, uh, the great shrimp debate. The great shrimp debate. The, the meat. Not that, not that we're going to revisit that. We could. The point has been proven. No, there's no Someone point. Someone has conceded. The, the flat earth is round. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, the science is still out there, though. You the, People can make cases and points on every uh, angle that you'd want to. Um, you know what I've been a little bit inundated with? What? Maybe inundated is not the right word, but tea. So we're... Tea's just coming at you? We have a... It's just a, coming at you every day? We have a tea... Are you getting tea in the mail? Yeah. Are you tripping over tea? No, I do Did get you find tea, tea in, in your car? People are throwing tea at you when you walk okay, by? Okay, so obviously inundated is the wrong word. Um, I don't know what the right word is, but apparently it's not inundated, but thank you for <laughs> that barrage. No, no. Tell me about your tea. No, um, at, we, we have a tea house... No, we don't. We oh, have a we have a, we have a uh, which is fermented tea. So I yeah. I love fermented tea. I'm not really a tea. I'm not a tea drinker. I've never been a tea drinker. I think of as I wrap up my coffee. I, yeah, I think mm, of me neither. <laughs> I think of like British milky tea. Like it doesn't. It's never impressed me. Yum. And so uh, my friend came into the booch pit the other day, and she saw a carton of red rose and a carton of Tetley. And she's like, just as a tea drinker, I find those, um, those you don't want those up on in public view. And you don't buy cheap tea for the kombucha. You buy like a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, we we have a like organic worldwide yeah. uh, tea distributor, and so I was like, okay, sold. So I bought a whole bunch of different teas. Roybus literally smells like gazelles were grazing. On this tea patch, but it's not even tea leaves. It's so like a bush. Have, you have been influenced. Influence in the area of tea. You have been introduced. So I haven't got. I, I I'm going to be trying them all, um, from English breakfast to um, Earl Grey to Roybus. Um, there's a Cameo lemongrass, and then we have a peppermint something, and I haven't got past that. You it's like the peppermint. It no, I don't even like peppermint. Peppermint reminds me of like candy canes. I'm not a big fan of candy canes. I've made I've made I've made candy cane kombucha. Not good. that was the worst kombucha we've ever kombucha. made. Yeah. Um, this tea is an experience. It feel it fills my face. Yeah, it's really good. So I've had peppermint tea for the last couple of days. I've, Wait, I, so you do like it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's unbelievable. It's a whole experience. Like where has that been my whole life? Unbelievable. And I have little tea balls and everything. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, That's stop great. by for a tea today. Uh, let's get into our reading. Oh, it's actually your turn. It's actually my turn. It is June the June the uh, 23rd. Are there coffee drinkers and tea drinkers or coffee drinkers drink tea? Or do tea drinkers drink coffee? Or are they separate? Well, there's many people who just enjoy one and not the other. Is it like like but, in the alcohol world? I would say that there's beer drinkers, there's wine drinkers, and there's heavy, uh, like um, spirit drinkers. But they can cross lines, yeah. obviously. Yeah, is it the That's same? The that, nature of a human being. 
<laughs> is it the same like that in the hot drinking world? Well, yeah, because that's the nature of humans. So we have a preference. And some of us have a, a, a kind that we reject, but then there's some crossover. Okay. So like most people that drink coffee might have a tea here and there, or do they split it equally? And the other way around. No, no, like, no, do no. tea drinkers not drink coffee? The nature of humans is that we're not all the same. So there are coffee drinkers who only drink coffee. There are coffee drinkers who might have a tea now and then. There are tea drinkers who only drink tea and they hate coffee. If it's one thing I'm positive about. There are about, tea drinkers. There'll be people that will uh, comment on that. Who have some tea. There's tea drinkers who have some coffee now. But I think if you are a tea drinker, you don't most drink of the tea drinkers that I know don't really like coffee. And it's probably and because of the caffeine. Drink coffee. Or the no, it's the taste usually. It's the taste, really. Yeah. But there are some people who drink both. The tea world is very interesting. It's um, It's been around for a long but time. But typically, typically people have a preference for one or the other. Just sure. like typically you have a beer drinker, a wine drinker, a spirit drinker. But there's some crossover. Same idea. I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Because that's the nature of humans. I was going to take that into the drug world, but we'll leave that now. I think that that could well be applied to the drug world. A hundred percent. That's the nature of human beings. It seems though, like right? it makes more sense in that world. We have um, preferences. As humans, we have preferences. Inclinations, Inclinations, yes. Um, but not inundations. No. For sure. We have inundations. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to have to Google that. I already right. explained it to you. You, you, you totally got you it. You explained it in a barrage of Yeah, barrage is ridicule. another word for inundated. <laughs> Not ridicule. No, well, I understand it now. Barrage is, is the same idea. If anybody ridicules me, I, I like it when it's you. you. I like it when it's you. I just wondered if more people had showed up with get tea. Get your hair out of your People mouth showed up with going. tea. Remember when we first opened? And you were like, where did all this tea come from? And I was like, I don't know. People keep bringing it. So I just wondered if more people showed up with tea. And inundated me with Maybe it. when your friend came yesterday, Barraged she brought you tea. tea. Through tea at me. Inundated. There's <laughs> tea coming from everywhere. Put it in my windshield wipers. <laughs> tea okay, bags. read. Wow, we've wasted this session. What? And for today's meditation, <laughs> you should have a cup of peppermint tea. Yeah, that's meditational. Um, or what? medicational? Medicate. Shh. What is to be done with the list of those we have harmed, as suggested in the eighth step? The ninth suggests that we make amends, wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Prudent and honest self-searching will be necessary as casual, a casual apology, for example, is rarely enough to get rid of guilt for damaging criticism. It may indeed reopen an old wound. A change of attitude can do much more to make up for past unkindnesses. If I have deprived anyone of any material thing, I will acknowledge the debt and pay it in full. Rifts between me and my relatives or former friends can often be healed by swallowing my pride and and making the first overtures overtures yeah. wow, towards reconciliation. Even if only a little of the blame was mine, the generous gesture gesture yeah. will benefit me and those around. Step nine, taken with care. And prudent judgment will relieve me of a burden that I no need to carry. Quote of the day, love and patience can be 
can make ample amends for past injuries. They restore us to sanity and our lives to serenity. Mm. Ooh, serenity and ser sanity and serenity. Oh, that, that's a good combination of words. The one thing that I would uh, make my first comment would be the word suggest. Um, they're, I think they're misusing this. Um, suggest would mean like you could do this or you could not. The suggestion is, do you want to get well in this manner of speaking with this problem and this solution? That's a suggestion. And if you want to do it, then this is what you have to do. Otherwise, it won't work. Um, and then what we do in Life Lab um, is we construct like a tree. Um, we look at resentments, we look at fears, and out of our fears, we see that we've actually hurt people. We've actually seen that we've hurt people like we've been hurt. And then we kind of write that down at the bottom of the page, and then we get a little bit further, and then we have to write down all the people that we've harmed. We have to look at what we think was the harm, and then what should we do for, how do we amend the relationship? So it's really interesting when you actually start to do this because there's sometimes that you think what you've done is the harm. And then when you get talking to the person and you ask them, is, is there any more harm? Is this a harm that, and they say, oh, there's more. <laughs> or they say, oh, this is, this has been a great experience. Thank you for coming to me. And so the whole concept behind this is kind of making a whole new garden. So we create this tree of resentment and fear and it's been lodged in here and then we bring it to god and say can you take this away root and branch i can't do anything about it and that's real freedom and now we start to plant a new garden and and so when we start doing this amends process we get to actually see where we've harmed people due to our fears hmm. and so um maybe you can be a caged animal and like a little raccoon and they're hissing and grabbing and spitting and scratching and it's all fear-based they're not maybe intentionally doing it and so many times we've come into recovery like little caged animals and we've scratched people um and now we get to see the truth of what has been driving our lives and and we go and reap and sow and so it's kind of like planting a new garden where we're starting to come and making amends with people around us. And, and it's like planting seeds of, of peace and love and hope. And that's the kind of garden that I want in here mm. because the fruit of that is what I get to give away. And so in the early days of recovery, that's the whole spiritual law of reaping and sowing. Mm. And so instead of division and discord and hissing and spitting and scratching, now we have love and tolerance, serenity, <laughs> yeah. and sanity. Um, and those are beautiful gifts to give people. When somebody comes in frustrated, and you're like, you just want to listen. You don't want to solve their problem. You just want to like love and tolerance and peace. And maybe you can, can just be a comfort to them. Good reflection. Thank you. I think I took all the words. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah. And, and it's not about going to, make, going to say sorry to people. It's going to amend. Um, if you look at a fence, there's a hole in a fence and you have to go amend it. You have to mend the fence. And so you have to... It doesn't mean you get to be friends um, with the fence. 
you don't get, you don't have to be best friends with people, but you're amending relationships. You're mm-hmm. reaping and sowing. Mm-hmm. So those are good thoughts. Um, if you want, talk about life lab. This is a good introduction into the mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Good stuff. You want me to talk? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening today. Um, yeah, we have Life Lab, and it is an introduction to this process. And so, if you're interested, then hit us up, and we can give you a free code. And it's really, it really is. We don't want to just like, okay, well, I'm gonna get sober now, or I want to be better, and so I'm just gonna go make amends to people. You know, mm. I think the really important thing don't do that. is that the part of the recipe of doing the steps is actually that we need to see our harms Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. just because i had a difficult relationship with someone doesn't mean that i need to go make amends with them Mm -hmm. have i caused a harm am i clear on that harm and then can i ask god to help me show me how to make it right because it's not just about going and apologizing Mm -hmm. so how do i go and make this right and so as i go with that posture um you know, it, it's a very different thing than just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we we had a really difficult relationship and we haven't spoken in a really long time and I'm doing these steps and so I need to reach out to you and now it just gets messy all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do that in Life Lab. We walk through this, you know, what's really a recipe. Mm-hmm. And this is where you're actually being directed by God. So this is where you leave human supports and human guidance, and now you're being guided by the director. And so, um, and everybody that I work with, and they're always asking, I'm like, ask God, be directed by right. God. You're not, stop trying to chug a man. Stop trying to, like, this is, this is where you're really being God-led and God-directed. Thank you for joining us, and have a great day. We will see you maybe Saturday. We have our first Ashes to Ruby show. We'll see you tomorrow for sure. If you're in Ottawa, come and, to Ashes to Ruby on Saturday. Saturday. Woo. All right. Uh, keep the peace. Be of good behavior. We'll see you at the tea party today. <laughs>